The Rudy Giuliani Show. Welcome to the Rudy Giuliani Show. And thank you very, very much for joining us all over America and uh, maybe even all over the world, like our friend in, uh, in Jerusalem, my, my Israeli correspondent, Joel. He always brings us, uh, number one, very interesting uh, information right on the scene, right there. And he also uh, always uh, has a very, very good questions to ask. So uh, we're looking forward to him whenever he calls. But any of you in other places around uh, the world, please feel free. Please feel free to call us. You, you probably know that now I am once again uh, the uh, subject of a, a, a request for a criminal investigation. I wonder if, uh, see, the Biden people... This is not just Biden, all people around him. They can't believe that I haven't committed a crime. They can't. I mean, they've searched my whole life for 20 years. They put me under three years of investigation by the Southern District of New York, the best prosecutor's office in the world. Even longer investigation by the FBI. They went and took my iCloud from the moment that I began representing Donald Trump three years ago. So they have all the information on my iCloud. How would you like that if the FBI had all the information on your iCloud? They went and searched every single thing I ever did in business for 20 years, interviewed people, ruined my business. I should sue them. I mean, they, I think I will. But then they wrote a letter to the grand jury. There's nothing to charge them with. Uh, with all of that, uh, uh, yesterday or the day before, this lawyer, uh, Abby Lowell, who is a Washington insider type uh, lawyer who represents Democrats, he did represent uh, uh, he did represent Ivanka and Jared uh, in the um, in the Russian uh, collusion case. He tried he tried not to make that too public, so it didn't ruin his reputation among the crooked Democrats. And I guess it didn't because he's now representing Hunter Biden and he is resorting to lying. Yes, he is. I mean, he's got a great reputation. Ha! The letter he wrote is completely false. It's a completely false letter. It's a, 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 first of all, he doesn't disclose the fact, and of course the media never reported, that some months ago, John Mac Isaac uh, sued Hunter Biden and represented Adam Schiff uh, for defaming him by uh, all their statements, uh, including the statement made by Joe Biden at the debate that this was all Russian disinformation. It wasn't Russian disinformation. It was Hunter Biden's laptop. <laughs> and just in case you think it was unusual that he left it with, um, with John Mac Isaacs, he's left his laptops all over the place. <laughs> He left it with a uh, 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 psychiatrist who was raided by the FBI for other crimes, and they found Hunter Biden's laptop there. Oh, but they very carefully packaged it up and returned it to him because it's Hunter Biden. In my case, for no reason, they went and took my entire iCloud account, even though it revealed all kinds of communications with other clients. The hell with the Sixth Amendment. I'm a Republican. It doesn't apply to me. I didn't know that. You know, when I studied law, they didn't have that Republican exception, which is that uh, the Bill of Rights, the right to counsel for only applies to Democrats. You can search Republican uh, lawyers offices. You cannot search Democrat lawyers offices. Uh, 
Now, that's not written anywhere, but we all know that with the crooked attorney general that we have. So uh, why not write a letter to the crooked attorney general's office? I mean, I know the one in Washington is. The other one is the Delaware attorney general. I'm not going to say that she's crooked. I'm just going to say she's the Delaware attorney general. And unless she takes this letter and proceeds to send it to the Bar Association as a, uh, a, a letter seeking a criminal investigation of people based on patently false charges, easily dismissed by documents in the public domain, then uh, sounds like she might be part of the Biden state conspiracy. The letter is a letter from Abby Lowell, and it says, in essence, uh, it's long and has all kinds of stuff in it. It's the. But here's what it, it claims. It claims that John Mac Isaacs stole Hunter Biden's hard drive. Change of story, right? <laughs> Two years ago, it was Russian disinformation. According to according to. Liar in chief. Now it was it was Russian disinformation. It wasn't Hunter Biden's hard drive or computer. Let's listen to cut 15 from uh, uh, from Mr. Demented. His buddy, Rudy Giuliani, he's being used as a Russian pawn. He's being fed information that is Russian that is not true. And then what happens? Nothing happens. And then you find out that everything that's going on here about Russia is wanting to make sure that I do not get elected the next president of the United States because they know I know them and they know me. I don't understand why this president is unwilling to take on Putin when he's actually paying bounties to kill American soldiers in Afghanistan, when he's engaged in activities that are oh, that's trying enough. to destabilize that's all enough. the That's enough. That's enough lies. Jeez. So, oh, come on. It was during a uh, first of all, this president took on Putin. You're the guy who took money from Putin's best friend, you bum. Thief. Perverted creep. Every single one of those applies to you. Sue me for defamation, jackass. Come on. I'm going to sue you. I'm not a Russian agent. I never was a Russian agent. And what you said is a damn lie and it's defamatory and it helped to hurt my career. You're also the defamer-in-chief, and you're a miserable grandfather who won't take account for your granddaughter and take care of her, and you ruin your son. How the hell you became president is only because of the fraud carried out by what has become your crooked party. And now this letter from this lawyer saying that John Mac Isaacs somehow illegally Obtain this document. Well, stuff it, Abby Lowell. You should be the one who's suspended from the bar. You're the liar, not me. Let's see if they do it to you. Let's see if they do it to you. They only have to look at a couple of documents to suspend you. Why? Democrat lawyers don't get suspended for, for uh, blatant lies? that want to destroy people and get them criminally investigated. He wants me investigated. He wants Bob Costello investigated. We'll have Bob on later, and we'll go into greater detail about this. And, but there are other things we have to cover. The world doesn't stop because we have a perverted, dishonest, crooked president. It has a lot of problems because of it.
Putin is planning, it looks like, a big push in, uh, in Ukraine. And nobody can tell what Biden is doing. He gave them tanks and they'll get them a year from now. I mean, I don't get it. Are, are they supporting Ukraine or aren't they supporting Ukraine? The money goes there quickly. The cash money goes there quickly. The uh, imports of war seem to be a little slower. Now, I only, I mean, I just raised this as a possibility, having, uh, you know, having by rule of thumb, knowing that the upper echelons of the Ukrainian government are crooked as hell. Is it because the uh, cash money can be distributed more easily? I mean, you can't, like, distribute tanks. You can't give the crooked oligarchs a little piece of the tanks. But you send over, you know, 20, 30 billion, you can whack it up a little, which is what they're used to. Do it through Prime Bank, do it through... And, of course, the Biden administration isn't looking at that because they'd be looking at themselves. That's what they did. So, I mean, this whole war is very, very strange. A great, great discovery by uh, Matt Taibbi, who is becoming uh, a combination of Woodward Bernstein on steroids. Hamilton 68. Now, do you know what Hamilton 68 is? Hamilton 68 was putting out all sorts of information about Russian disinformation, uh, particularly supporting this false claim by the Bidens. And it was all untrue. It wasn't Russian at all. They were creating it. Uh, They're a neoliberal think tank, whatever the hell that is. But it has some very, very interesting, interesting, interesting people. It has Billy Crystal, who has a um, pathological hatred for Trump. And it's pathological. It really is. I know Bill Crystal. I used to think a lot of him. Then I would watch him on television about Trump and I'd say he's he's gone off. John Podesta, whose brother was deeply involved uh, in Ukraine, got lots of money there, uh, was at the core of an investigation uh, that the FBI and IRS dropped. Uh, John Podesta, you know, I don't know what side of the street he walks on, but he was involved in making up these allegations and Michael McFall and uh, Hamilton 68. I'm reading from the article here, used to allege a hidden Russian hand in U.S. politics from hundreds and possibly thousands of news stories during the Trump year, but it was fake, all fake. Or as a frustrated Twitter employee put it, because people inside Twitter didn't want to publish it. It was bull. This is what Taibbi reports about the proliferation of news stories linked to Hamilton 68. And uh, the uh, Twitter people ordered a forensic analysis. The result, out of many hundreds of accounts identified as Russian bots, only 36 were registered in Russia. And many of those were associated with Russia Today, a news site, were not intelligence sources. And um, so when we look at the Russian uh, collusion hoax, we now have found out, number one, it was created. It's completely false. Number two, it was paid for with $1.1 million from Hillary Clinton. Number three, it was supported by the crooked Democrat Party who knew it was false, including people like Shifty Schiff, Pelosi, the whole crew, Biden. And now we have these outside anti-Trump groups who were in on it and uh, helped to create a $40 million investigation of something that at the day they started the investigation, they knew was untrue. 
and nobody has had their home searched, raided. No one's been taken off in handcuffs, much less prosecuted for it. Why? You know why. We have two systems of justice in this country, one for Republicans and one for Democrats. Until we change that, we don't have America anymore, and we will be divided. This unity thing doesn't get solved by Joe Biden singing happy birthday and not knowing the name of the person he's saying happy birthday to, or by singing kumbaya, or by bull s language from him about unity. It gets solved when every American is treated the same way at the bar of justice. And right now, there's such a grave difference that we look more like a fascist country than a democracy, all due to the Biden regime. A disgraceful, probably the worst administration in terms of our rights than any administration in American history. The sooner it's over, the better. Please, 2024, get here quickly. And dear God, please save us from the damage that this criminal is doing to us. When we get back, we're going to have Dr. Uh, Maria with us because I am very, very concerned on the war against parents in many respects, but most particularly with the kind of mutilation that they're doing to both the minds and the bodies of our, of our young people uh, in an effort to become a communist country. We'll be back very shortly. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani, back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And as I said, I'm becoming, and I don't know if you are, but uh, in many uh, many different fronts, there seems to be a war between the Biden regime of communists and their fellow travelers and parents. And the issue can easily be stated this way. Ultimately, for minor children, who has the decision factor here? Who makes the decision for minor children? The state or parents. And are we going to assume uh, that most parents are loving, caring parents who care about their children more than the state? Or are we going to assume that most parents are not and go from that premise? Well, here's where it comes down to the nitty gritty. There are a lot of places, Dr. Maria, now, states, where if a child thinks there may be another gender, they can go get hormones, they can even get surgery, and you don't have to tell the parents. As a, as, a, as a medical professional, now, how do you look at that? I mean, how do you, how do you look at that? Uh, you, can't let, you can't leave morality and rights out of it, but I'm asking more from a medical standpoint what, what this can do to a child. Well, you know, it can devastate the child. Number one, when you give hormone blockers, you could permanently sterilize somebody. And then, of course, if you do a mastectomy to a, to a girl, a developing girl, you take away her breasts. And then when she's 18, she changes her mind and decides she's not transgender anymore. It's a big problem. And we know about a, a really disturbing case with a young person named Sage. Convinced? 
in the school system by teachers and an activist lawyer that they were a different gender, parted ways with the parents, that child was trafficked because no longer parental supervision. And in California, it's very easy to divorce your parents. So it's not... Uh, I never... I actually, honestly, I, I went to law school a while back, I admit, but I never heard of divorcing your parents. It, it, I call it. That's, I'm pointing that, divorcing your parents. I forget the actual term in California, but... Um, you Destroying can, a, ch- a child. Yeah. That be the actual term. I think... I don't like a lot of laws. I don't like government overreach, but this is a time I think we need federal legislation that it's illegal to give hormone blockers and transgender surgery to anybody under 21. We can argue whether it's 18 or 21. But you can't smoke, uh, buy alcohol till you're 21. And I really feel that 18 is still too young. So I'm a proponent of 21. Can I? It if, if the legislation went through it, uh, well, that's the, years isn't old, that the better. isn't that the age with alcohol now? It used to be eighteen when I was a kid. It was but eighteen I thi- when I was a kid too. Well, you're a lot younger than I am. I don't know how that is. <laughs> but in any event, it's now twenty-one, which I actually think may be a little bit too unrealistic at twenty-one. But in any event, we do do that. Hormone blockers have to be a lot more damaging than alcohol. Of course. You're (laughs) fooling around with Mother Nature. There's a a saying we have in the medical field, homeostasis. So our body is very complex, and everything is designed to do homeostasis. Even when our blood pressure goes up, there's things in our body that are triggered because of that to try to lower your blood pressure naturally. Some people do have to go on medications, but our bodies are designed in this complex situation. So to fool around with hormone blockers, it it has life altering effects like i said sterilization being the worst but there's some psychiatry type things well you hang on doctor i I gotta get a final word on this from you when we come back and then we'll get to some of our calls then we have bob costello coming up who is a co-defendant along with me and steve bannon or not a co-defendant but who they want to put in jail this is rudy Giuliani. be back in a moment the mayor of new york city with Rudy Giuliani, back uh, with you with the Rudy Giuliani show. We're going to have Bob Costello coming up in a few minutes to talk about the defamatory letter and the uh, uh, totally false letter from Abby Lowell. Again, uh, and this one admitting that Hunter Biden's laptop is 100% his, which makes him responsible for the 40 or 50 crimes that are laid out there along with his father, the big guy. But uh, Dr. Uh, Maria, you were making uh, the point about this uh, uh, whole issue of gender change that now is almost epidemic going on. And I really on. appreciate you asking me on today. It, for those of you who don't know, Rudy and I have a show every Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, Uncovering the Truth on WABCradio.com. Um, but we have to do something. We have to band together as American citizens to stop this war on children and parents. This is child abuse to do any kind of transgender Excellent. surgery or yes. hormone blockers. So please join me in in writing 
Speaker McCarthy and Chuck Schumer, head of the Senate, and just flood them with letters that there needs to be federal legislation, no hormone blockers, and no transgender surgery before 21 years of age. I appreciate you for helping me with this. I never thought of myself as any kind of activist. I am a, a leader, a provider, but I'm a teacher, too. So I'm trying to let you know how harmful this is to children. But thank you for having well, me. Thank on. you, Dr. Maria. As usual, very concise, very to the point, and I would follow her advice. And uh, this is going to be the subject of a, of a podcast very, very soon because we got to we got to devote uh, some real real time real time to this. This is very, very important. Uh, now we have Bob uh, Costello uh, with us. Bob is um, Bob is an attorney for many, many, many former assistant U.S. attorney, assistant chief of the criminal division, uh, represented people like George Steinbrenner and many, many others. Uh, this is a superb lawyer. And then he had this horrible client, Rudy Giuliani, and he represented him so well, the Southern District just said he didn't do anything wrong <laughs> after years of investigation. Uh, so here's Bob. Bob, how are you? Great. How are you today? Good, good. So uh, how does it feel now they want, want to put you under criminal investigation? Because John Mac Isaacs, I mean, let's simplify it. They say he's lying uh, and he unlawfully got possession of what used to be Russian disinformation. Now they, I guess, have switched uh, completely. And now it's definitely Hunter Biden's computer, not Russian disinformation. And John Mac Isaac stole it in some way. Would you explain it uh, to people and how idiotic this claim is? Well, I can explain that the claim is idiotic. Uh, I think I described it yesterday as uh, an act of desperation because they realize that Judgment Day is coming for the Bidens. And it is. Once the Congress actually looks at the Hunter Biden. Oops. Something went wrong. That's too bad. He was right. He was right in the, right in the middle of explaining. Once they look at it, but he'll 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 be back in a moment. Uh, I want I want to uh, call call your attention to the document that uh, was originally signed by Hunter Biden. Uh, go ahead, Bob. You're back. Yeah, I don't know who interfered with that call, but I'm back one, anyway. One, probably the FBI. <laughs> but go, go ahead. <laughs> uh, in, in any event, it's a, it's a silly, frivolous legal letter asking that you be investigated, John Paul McIsaac, myself, Steve Bannon, and a couple of people that, frankly, I don't know, uh, all because they claim that we illegally obtained the Hunter Biden hard drive and distributed it to people. Well, we didn't illegally obtain the Hunter Biden hard drive because at the time I obtained it directly from John Paul McIsaac, it was no longer the property of Hunter Biden because the work receipt that Hunter Biden signed in April of 2019 said that if you're notified that you're, I'll read it exactly. It says equipment left with the Mac shop after 90 days of notification of completed service will be treated as abandoned. And you agree to hold the Mac shop harmless for any damage or loss of property. So what we're dealing with here was an abandoned hard drive because on April the 19th of 2019, 
and I have the proof. I have the receipt. Uh, the Mac shop notified Hunter Biden at the email address he left that his uh, uh, laptop was ready to be picked up. And it's an automatic system. It's Square Billing, and uh, that's the name of the company. And they automatically send out reminder invoices uh, periodically. I don't know what it is, whether it's one week, two weeks, or every month. But Hunter Biden received notices again and again and again. And John Paul McIsaac also called the phone number and left a voicemail message that his laptop was ready, and nothing happened. Hunter never came back because he was so stoned at the time, he probably forgot what repair shop uh, Roughly it. how many pictures? You've, I mean, you, you've, you know the hard drive better than anyone. 25,000, pictures? But how many pictures of him completely stoned, sitting in a closet, uh, walking around with his penis hanging out and, and smoking dope? How many pictures like that during that period of time? At, at least a hundred. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, the guy. I mean, if you look at those pictures, it looks like uh, for a couple of years he was stoned every day. And Absolutely. I should emphasize he was doing that very often in a home with two minor children in that home. Yeah, you, you might uh, point out though, just being stoned is too generic. He's a crack addict, which is worse than being a heroin addict. And uh, besides being a crack addict, he was clearly an alcoholic at the same time. Um, so he's a guy who just unfortunately uh, lost his way in life for whatever reason and certainly didn't well, maybe, find it maybe because in the he period was, 2014 to 18. Maybe because he was taking millions for some of the biggest crooks in, in the world. Well, he didn't lose his way as, as far as finding money and dealing with uh, crooks, the biggest oil, oil and gas company in Ukraine. As run well by, as run by a guy who, who, who is suspected of killing his partner. Yeah, and, and a, a member of organized crime. Uh, 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 my, uh, right? Correct. And as you've pointed out the last week, I think, on your show, with respect to the Chinese, Hunter Biden admits in his own words, we didn't we didn't make this up. We didn't even read it in an email. It's a voicemail or voice message left on his hard drive that his partner is the effing spy chief of China and his other partner, who he claimed at the time was the richest man in the world just disappeared in China. This is Hunter lamenting his state of affairs to a uh, one of those ladies that you pay um, while being recorded. Uh, and, this is and, just and, that, and that is the deal that he's talking about. That That's the, the very one with fam the, the famous one with the big guy. That's right. the deal with CEFC, which is a Chinese, really a Chinese communist front uh, uh, run by Chinese spies. I mean, he's mm -hmm. right about the fact that they were Chinese spies. Right. And, and what were they trying to do? They were trying to they were trying to compromise the Bidens. That was their whole effort. And they did it. No, they accomplished no question it. About it. And, and the they own them lock, stock and barrel. And the guy in particular that he was talking about as the spy chief of China was later convicted in the Southern District of New York of bribing African oil ministers. So there's proof positive that this guy was a crook. There's proof positive that this guy was a partner of Hunter Biden, and Hunter Biden claims he was the spy chief of China. How much more and, do you need? And the number one guy in that deal, and there are documents that point that out, is Joe Biden. Not only is he listed as the big guy, uh, he's listed as the chairman. Uh, the first keys are given to him. The first office is given to him. There are documents that prove all this on, on the uh, 
And that's why they are now attacking, uh, they're trying another attack on the computer, because the computer is, it probably is the most damning piece of evidence I've ever seen in a federal I investigation. Yes. I've, I don't think I've seen a, a piece of evidence that revealed so much so clearly. It could, uh, it could almost be your only exhibit at trial. I agree. I mean, you uh, can but- sort of submit it and then just look at it for 30 days and convict people of about 30 or 40 different crimes. Right. So you have to ask yourself, why does Hunter Biden hire a so-called big-profile lawyer from Washington, D.C., Abby Lowell, to submit a frivolous letter like this to both the Department of Justice and to the Delaware Attorney General's office asking for a criminal investigation of how we obtained Hunter Biden's hard drive? When that's now, if, a damning piece of evidence, it now, just it, frankly doesn't make any sense. If something like this were done by a Trump lawyer with such obvious lies in it, I mean, he's lying. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is public knowledge that uh, the uh, the order, a contract really, was signed by Hunter in which after 90 days it became his prop. It became it became John Mac Isaac's property. Right. Uh, that's been out there for two, two and a half years. They've never complained about it. I mean, even that alone is it's ridiculous for them to now say it's his property when, you know, two and a half years ago, they were saying it was Russian disinformation. The documents prove unequivocally that he abandoned the property. It became John Mac Isaacs and he could do anything he wanted with it. And he certainly was aware of this when the New York Post uh, published its story in uh, what was it? October of 2020. You didn't hear a peep from him saying, oh. That's my computer, and you guys seized it illegally. Yeah, and that's the time. And, that, to and that's he was the time to, ab- to come up with the lies he was going to tell. No, they were pretty confident they were going to keep it suppressed with their co-conspirators, the American media, who are just as criminal as they are. And the American media was going to keep it quiet, and they, I, I think, a lot of it is uh, coming about. Number one, John Mac Isaacs has su- has sued them. That's correct. So they don't bother to tell you that. Number two, the stuff coming out now, although it's come out before, it's starting to stick now. Mm -hmm. It's just too much of it for the for for their co-conspirators, the media to avoid. I mean, like last week uh, when the voicemail came out in Joe Biden's voice, indicating that he read The New York Times article that lays out the foreign involvement of his son where he's been saying for years he knew nothing about it. He himself contradicts that in his own voice. Right, when he says that you're, you're in the clear, Hunter. Yeah, what almost, does that mean? Yeah, you're in the in clear, clear from any criminal charges because the Times didn't have the rest of the information mm-hmm. about the and deal. And on top of that, Rudy, you know, as well as I do from the drive, that uh, Joe Biden was at a dinner in Washington, D.C. with a lot of Hunter Biden's foreign business uh, deals and we have pictures from the vice president's residence uh, when Joe, Joe Biden was vice president of Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, and a bunch of Mexican billionaires. I won't mention their names, but they're well known to the public. Uh, and Joe is still taking the position. I don't know anything about the business dealings he has overseas. Really? The pictures say that's a lie. The emails say that's a lie. Everything says it's a lie. Joe absolutely knew, and he's the big guy. And Hunter makes it clear, beyond any doubt, that for 30 years he's been paying his father. He right. says, Is for that, 30 years I've been taking care... message to his daughter. You're right. T- every, every, for 30 years I've been taking care of all the expenses of the family, and ha- I also have to give 50% of my income 
to pop. Now, well, actually, that, what he said was to his daughter, listen, don't worry. Unlike pops, which is what they call Joe Biden, I'm not going to make you, my daughter, give me 50 percent of everything you own. That's right. That's Not right. everything you own, everything you earn. Excuse me. I misspoke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, the the reality is people were very confused about that $50,000 rent that he's paying, you know, on the house that it looks like he purchased. <laughs> Joe certainly didn't. Well, I mean, the, the document in and of itself contradicts itself because he claims that he owns the house, yet he puts down he puts it down as rent. So that doesn't make any sense. If you own the Except house, you're not paying rent. If it's a way of getting pop the 50 percent you have to give him of all the bribe money you get yeah as as you and i both know from the drive there are other means by which he did that too there are debit cards in hunter biden's name uh where joe biden has claimed that that money was his and what about the woman in uh ukraine that back in uh the winter of 2020 whose mm -hmm. identity we gave to the fbi who wanted to reveal the offshore bank accounts, and the FBI let her, left her stranded, and so did uh, Barr, the Justice Department. She's That's still there in the Ukraine. Uh, is she? She's still alive. And, yeah, Thank I, God. I, I spoke to somebody and confirmed that about a week ago. But uh, I believe she was prevented from coming to the United States by the then ambassador to the Ukraine. Yeah, now this is a woman who says, you know, I don't get anything unless I'm telling the truth, meaning I'll give you the I'll give you the information, you go check it out. If it turns out that this is a this is the offshore bank accounts of Joe Biden and some other Americans. Yeah. To uh, make it clear, Rudy, then I get into the witness protection program. Yeah, to make it clear to your listeners, this woman that we're talking about was the former wife of the current head of Burisma's uh partner. He was a 50% owner of the business with the current guy. And suddenly he got into a car accident and died. And this woman claims that she didn't receive a penny from the 50% interest that her husband owed before he got killed in the car accident. And that the current owner of Burisma took everything over. She's the woman who wanted to come forward and testify and cooperate. But we couldn't get her here. But we did. You and I identified her to the U.S. Attorney's Office in Pittsburgh when we went there in January of 2021. And they were and they were 20, 2020. And they were 2020. It was, you know, before the election. If we turned it over to them when Barr was still. Oh, when, okay. That's when, right. Barr, when Barr was still because Barr sent us there. You're right. I stand corrected. Yeah, Barr sent it, sent it. He said the U.S. Attorney and the end. We both walked away with a clear impression that they were very interested in following up on it. Absolutely. And then right. uh, for reasons we can only speculate, in about two to three weeks, uh, they seemed very disinterested. As, as happened with many other situations here, uh, like Tony Bobulinski. Bobulinski gets interviewed by the FBI. They say they're going to return, and they never do. That Now it's two years later. Or... Our friend John Paul McIsaac, nine months before uh, that's I how we got it. the Hunter yeah, Biden that's right. hard that's drive. That's how we got it. Right. The FBI received it, gave him a receipt for that property, gave him a subpoena, deuces taken, from the District of uh, Delaware. And then he didn't hear anything from the FBI for nine months. That's why he reached out first to Senator Lindsey Graham, then to Jim Jordan and some other uh, congressmen by sending emails to them. When he went 0 for 4 
Unfortunately, I, I hate to bruise your ego, but you were his fifth choice. <laughs> and that, that's when he sent an email to one of the companies that you were running at the time, and it was referred to me, and I got in touch with him. And the rest is history, as they say. That's how the Hunter Biden he did, hard drive. He did, he did say in one interview I was the only one he could trust. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bob, thank you, and God bless you for what you're doing for, for this country, because I know you've, you're paying a price for this, and they're trying to inflict even more of a price. And why is it that a lawyer like Abby Lowell doesn't get disciplined for lying to the Justice Department and lying to the Delaware? I mean, he's using lies to create a criminal investigation. For on innocent people. Yeah, let me just point out something that's obvious to you. But oh, not I'm going to have to take a short break, and you hang on, Bob. Okay. We'll be back with the mayor's final words and one more thought from Bob Costello. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani, and I'm back, yes, with the mayor's final thoughts, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org, the organization that takes care of our uniformed officers who lose their lives in the line of duty or are catastrophically injured. Donate $11 a month and have their backs. Well, Bob, we got about two minutes, so why don't you finish your thought? And okay. the point that I was trying to make is, is there any chance that they will, uh, due to, due to uh, this lawyer who, who has written a group of lies, palpable, provable, publicly proven lies in order to get people under criminal investigation. Will they suspend them or disbar them like they try to do to me? That's a good segue because what I wanted to talk about was comparing and contrasting the way you and I operate with the way Hunter Biden and his lawyer, Abby Lowell, operated. In August, August 27, 2020, I wrote this email to our friend uh, John Paul McIsaac, and it said, Mr. Julian Aniana and I have been working on that subject for some time now, and we're in position to get the information to the right places, provided the information is accurate and was obtained lawfully. Uh, contrasting that, we have Abby Lowell writing this letter to the Justice Department, knowing he certainly knew about this work order that said that this property was abandoned, and yet he makes these false claims and tries to start a criminal investigation involving you, me, Bannon, and a few other people. And, and he sends Lowell, it to Daddy's Justice Department. Right. And he sends Lowell, it to Daddy's Attorney General. Right. But Mr. Lowell needs to go back and take a look at Title 18 of the United States Code, Section 1001, which I'm sure you're familiar with, which makes it a federal crime to make a false statement to a federal official. This letter is a false statement to the Department of Justice. Let's see how Abby Lowell sleeps tonight thinking about that. Well, doesn't he fall under the Democrat exception that they can commit any crime? <laughs> that's not written massive, in the United States Code, as you know. Oh, I thought it was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's my final thought uh, for today, which right. is until that's cured, America remains disunited and disjointed. It has to be fixed. It will be. God bless America. Rudy Giuliani. Former Mayor Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network.